At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As we welcome you back here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network, I'm Patrick Maher, of course, Michael Lombardi, and we're going to get to some of the winners and losers week one of the preseason, but we have to talk about maybe the biggest moment of the weekend, Michael Lombardi. And, was uh, what? Oh, where are we going? I, yeah, we, is, was it Tebow's blocking? Is that the well, biggest? Why do you always have to give away? The, I was going to tease it. I was going to say, I don't know <laughs> I if this, you is, this, is a te- this is textbook, but... Tim Tebow, listen, I was a doubter. No longer am I a doubter because he trucked a defender on a way to a first down. The blocking technique was ridiculous. Can we discuss? I would not. I just told Berman, I just told Bill, I said, look, I wouldn't even retweet that. I don't want to embarrass the kid. I mean, he's, he's trying to. It was really bad. I mean, he doesn't know how to play the position. He's 32 years old. Like, stop. Okay, stop. Stop indulging us, please. You're not going to be. You're not going to make a team. There's no chance you couldn't make the team. There was no chance you could have made the team when you put the W in your signature on that contract. That was it. There was no way, you know. And this is Urban Meyer doing a doing a solid for a kid. Look, this is not what the NFL is about. The NFL is about. It's hard. Find a tight end that can actually do something and try to develop him. I mean, the blocking is just, he's never blocked anybody before. So the physicality, he's not part of his DNA. He's used to initiating contact, not having to block somebody. 
It's so bad, Patrick. I it's thought just, it, I thought he looked good. I don't know. I thought he looked good. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the level of standard that you'll accept. Thank I mean, you. it doesn't meet. You know, I mean, I don't see it, but maybe hey, you but, do. Well, I don't you know. know what's you know what's funny. Even to further that, so I, I had a friend covering Jags camp, and I just we were talking. And I said, "Well, what what what's your takeaway from Tebow?" And he said, "My takeaway is the same takeaway that." Um, Urban Meyer had. So after the practice, the reporters obviously asked him about Tim Tebow, and he said, Tim caught a lot of passes with his body today. That was Urban Meyer. So he's being very honest that he doesn't use his hands because he's not a, he's not a receiver. He's not, this is not, you, you don't change positions. You know, it's like, I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I'm going to be in nuclear physics today. I mean, I'm just going to go into the office. I'll be like Kramer. I'll bring my briefcase with, with a bunch of rich crackers in it and show up for work. And now I'm a nuclear physicist. I mean, come on, give me a break. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, why do we get out of the way for Tim Tebow? Yeah, you wanted a career with him. Maybe the Mets should bring him back now. You know, he's, and it's a long flight. He could jump on that flight out to San Francisco. Like, at some point, enough is enough. The only person in this in the situation with us right now that's capable of being a physicist, being a bartender, being a money manager, being a better is Bill Berman. So let's be careful no about doubt. that. Now, yeah, let's be and, and the technique on the block, maybe you could explain it to, to those that haven't seen it yet. Uh, how would you would you explain? Well, I mean, like if you had wrong. to show Dominic I mean, how not to block, would you show him that clip? Yeah, because you, you, you can't block anybody if your feet are behind you. You have to, that's part of blocking. It's about hip explosion and running your feet. What do you watch in offensive line play? The number one thing when you're watching an offensive lineman is how quickly he gets his second step on the ground. It's why we time the offensive lineman in 40. How quick are their feet? When you go step, step, and you get that second foot on the ground, now all of a sudden you're gaining momentum into the block, into the person you're blocking. But when that second step is slow to get on the ground, he gains the advantage. It becomes real problem. And then when you're lunging to block, when you're trying to block because that's who you have to block, you don't block anybody. And it takes a while to learn how to block. You have to learn how to roll your hips. You have to learn how to get in position. You have to run your feet to that point. It's just, it, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's insulting is what it is. It's insulting. And it shows you that Urban doesn't understand the NFL because he's wasting reps. He put this guy out there in a preseason game. He's taking reps away from somebody who deserves reps. He deserves the reps. And you're giving them to this guy because he was great for you at Florida. I admire that. That's why they have come. That's why we bring back people for the, you know, the, the, the alumni game. That's what the alumni games are for. Not now. It's a funny clip. I, I heard you, you started this. I didn't start anything, dude. That's Bur first off. Tebow did it to himself. And, and really he did. It, it, he's done this. And I give the guy credit. The, the, the idea that he just feels like anything surmountable. I mean, he played minor well, league baseball. He can get away with it. He can get away with it. The world, you know, it's like for some reason he has this constituent. Like how many, you know, you have no idea how many people on, on Instagram direct message me, called me an idiot, called, I mean, a thousand names and said, watch, Tebow will prove you wrong. Prove me wrong. When's he proved anybody right? Well, that's why I keep telling you, you need to get on TikTok. Okay. Lombardi line, VSIN, uh, Esports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi, we're just talking about Michael getting on TikTok. TikTok when yeah. can we expect you to be on TikTok? Anytime soon? Uh, the, Anna Berman's going to have to give me a, 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 a tutorial on TikTok. I don't understand TikTok. I don't know how to do that. I'm having a hard enough time just doing what I'm doing here, Patrick. I mean, it's everything I can to just get to the, the Twitter and the Instagram. You know how that is. Okay, I'm going to need those wide. On my own. I'm going to need those wide receiver rankings and a TikTok account I, by Saturday. I, I got it written down and and, and grade all the offensive. Alignment. You know, no worries. You're writing a book. 
You dude, you got a lot going on. My life is a lot yeah, easier. Tell me than about yours. It. I figured that out. Um, well, to whom much is given, much is expected, Michael Lombardi, and that's what you got going on. By the way, you know, you said this yesterday, and I and I meant to ask you to follow up. Matt Rule tweeted about your son, who's on the coaching staff there, that he's a scratch golfer, and you reiterated. And then I believe Mick is another scratch golfer. Did did no, you? Mick's not quite there. Mick, Mick Mick's a little bit. Mick doesn't isn't allowed to golf as much in his family as Matthew can golf in his. So I think his Ooh, game's just don't not go there. Quite sharp. <laughs> that, I, I'm just saying. That sounds like a place <laughs> that we shouldn't touch. Uh, did dad pass down the golfing genes? Are you? A no, good, no. Okay. No, no. I mean, I played early in my life and then when I, and it was just too hard to do it. And then when you work for Al Davis, <laughs> uh, Al Davis hated pipe smokers and golfers. Pipe smokers. Don't ask me to That's explain interesting. It. Pipe, didn't want pipe smokers or golfers. Like he didn't want people that smoke pipes or play golf. I always love the smell of a nice cherry pipe. Like, you know, yeah, so did I. I mean, but I never, I never knew it was, you know, I think Berman should start smoking a pipe. He would look the fact that he doesn't that. smoke a pipe is the biggest shock of the day. Like that is what a sophisticated gentleman like Berman, where's Berman? Camp? Exactly. Hey, by the way, did you, did you see Allegiant stadium sold out for the priest? Dude, the taste, the, the thirst for the Raiders here appears to be it's off great. the charts. It should be. I mean, look, you know, the Vegas pro football for the first time. I mean, look, the one thing I know from having worked in Las Vegas over at UNLV in the early 80s is that people are from all over the place in Vegas. They're not necessarily Vegas natives, and I'm sure there's a whole section of that. But there's a lot of fans of other NFL teams that are NFL colleges that are in there, and they support it. And they're going to support it. And it's a beautiful venue. And I think it's going to give the Raiders a home field advantage. I like them on the over. I think part of the reason I like them on the over is they're good offensively. And I think that they'll be able to generate some noise in that stadium. And I like teams that play in domes. I really do. Yeah, this, the noise, I'm glad you brought that up. All kidding aside, the noise factor when I was there, and there really wasn't many people in there, just the manu- they were manufacturing some noise, and it gave you an idea of what it's going to feel like. The acoustics were off the charts. And, of course, everybody was talking about SoFi. These new state-of-the-art stadiums are are really, really incredible. And I do think there is – you know, something too. We didn't have fans last year, obviously that affected the officiating. Um, I think there is something to getting fans back into these stadiums and some juice in particular, the new ones. No doubt. I I mean, and you got to go through the teams. I mean, this is why you feel like, okay, Seattle home field. They didn't have it last year. You know, Hey, don't you find it interesting? Speaking of Seattle, I call Jamal Adams a linebacker oh, yeah, 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 yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's what I've said to everything. I got ridiculed a thousand percent on that. You know, he's a safety, one of the best cover guys in all of football. He's a three-dimensional player. You know, I got all that Dick Vitale. Oh, he's a PTP player, baby. Come on. He's a linebacker. He needs to be in the box. Now he wants to get paid as a linebacker because he's figured it out that he's not a safety. They're having drama there. They are. They really are. They, they, they it's a concern. sincerely are. I mean, they're having hold-ins, if you want to call it, I think. You know, Jamal Adams, it looks like they may be on the route, and I don't know if this would work for a guy like Jamal Adams where he's going to get franchise tagged. I, I don't know if I want to deal with that with him. Well, I mean, you know, look, you inherited that problem. The Jets, the Jets said, hey, you know, you can't, there's no, you know, it's like the in Austin Powers. There's no pleasing you. There's no pleasing Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. You can't make him happy. Unless you give him what he wants, he's not happy. And he's a linebacker. He don't cover anybody. He can't cover anybody. He's a liability in any coverage, whether it's a back, a tight end, 
especially with the receiver. But what he can do now, what he does at elite level, is be the run force player, is attack the pocket. He led the team in sacks last year. He's an in-the-box safety. And when he can have to not when, – when a linebacker – excuse me, when a running back's trying to block him or trying to cut him off on the backside, good luck because he's physical and run through that guy. Yeah, you can hear the Jets kind of snickering. Yeah, good luck with that. The exasperated Seahawks plan to let Jamal Adams finish out the rookie deal. Then if need be, they'll tag him twice. A player never wants to be in that position. But again, this is a different cat you're dealing with here. Yeah, I mean, where's, what's his options? I mean, what are his options? I mean, same thing with Dwayne Brown. I mean, Dwayne Brown's a good player. He's 36 years old. You know, we're going to have to get you signed to it. They need to get Dwayne Brown. They need that left tackle. What's he going to do? Leave camp? What's Adams going to do? Leave camp? And say he doesn't play well. Where's he going? I mean, at some point, he's always going to be treated as an in-the-box safety. In-the-box safeties are a dinosaur. Yep. Well put. Okay. Quarterbacks. Uh, we'll get to New Orleans in a second. Let's go Broncos. I, you know, the Broncos quarterbacks both kind of popped. The, you, you you were not as high on Locke, um, but Bridgewater, they both played well in their preseason debuts against the Vikings, Michael. Locke, 5 of 7, 151, two touchdowns. Bridgewater, 7 of 8, 74. Always going to be a little less on the average for Teddy. Four-yard t- four touchdown pass. Uh, right now, I'll tell you what the numbers are for those two potentially being the starter. I had it. I think it lock is 130 and Teddy Bridgewater's plus 120 coming back the other way. I mean, think about this. This is how the level of comp was so uh, against the, the Minnesota Vikings. Drew Locke's quarterback rating was 153.3. Teddy's was 144.8. Locke averaged 21.6 yards per attempt. Teddy averaged 9.2. Teddy completed 87.5% of his passes. Locke completed 71.4. I mean, really, I don't know how you evaluate any player based on that. The level of comp was too easy. It was way too easy. It was a seven-on-seven game. You know, and so I think I think Vic's probably right when he said nobody has an advantage. Right. Like, it, they were both were really good. Like, we need to see them against better level of comp. We need to see them play in a real game with pressure around them, and they don't have seven seconds to throw the football. Because these numbers, these numbers are not real. That was a summer league game for those two quarterbacks. So you nailed it. Vic Fangio said no separation after the game, which, you know, both were by the numbers pretty perfect. I thought they both played well. Fangio said they both were helped by overall play of our offense. We ran the ball well early. Here's what we do know. And this is something you've been harping on just to reiterate the Broncos are freaking loaded. They have speed. They are good. They have a lot of speed too. I think they're really good, Patrick. I think they've got the, they have the right defense to play the chiefs. I think they built this chief defense specifically with the Chiefs in mind. I mean, you say, why would they draft Sertan? I mean, they signed, they signed, uh, you know, they made a trade for Kyle Fuller. They got Parker from the, they got uh, from the Reds Washington football team. They signed in. They had Bryce Callahan already on the roster. Like, why would they? Because they realize you need four corners to go play that. Because you have to win those other matchups. You've got to win against Pringle. You got to win against Robinson. You got to win against those other guys who are going to get singled the whole game. So you need corners to do that. And then they've got the rush to do it. This is a well-rounded team. They really are. Now they've got to they've got to be able to make these decisions. With quarterbacking, I mean, they truly, if they had Rodgers or Deshaun Watson, if they had anybody, their betting number would be as similar to, they would be the biggest rival to Kansas City. Yeah, that's a, it's a very intriguing division. 
It really is. And that it just Denver, you know, Hamler and Judy, they just pop with speed. It's going to be a fun team to watch. And whoever gets that shot at quarterback is going to have a team around them that's going to be very good. The defense is going to be tremendous. Now, conversely, you've talked about maybe some concerns about the Saints. Also, this is a true battle for starting position at quarterback, but who's it going to be? Because Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston weren't very good. Uh, the one takeaway I have now, Hill started against the Ravens and Winston, and I'm sure will start in week two. It's Winston's e interesting because his night ended with an interception. What's new. He threw a touchdown pass and he led the team on another drive for a touchdown, but it's always going to be that 50 50. He's always going to throw a pick, give you a touchdown. You know, it's interesting with Winston in that regard. Yeah, you know, when I watched the tape, I thought Taysom Hill played better. The numbers don't support that, but just watching Taysom Hill play, I thought he played better in the game. I don't think either player played very well. Let me just say that very clearly. I, I don't think either player played. They made too many mistakes. They turned the ball over too damn much. You know, they lose three fumbles. You know, they had, they had what? They had uh, three interceptions. Each quarterback threw an interception, and so they had six turnovers in the game. That's not going to beat anybody, but to me, and I thought Winston would win this job, but I think watching that first game, I thought Taysom Hill looked fairly effective. I, I trust Sean Payton emphatically with the offense. I think Hill might give them a little bit more balance, you know, a little bit more explosive play from the position, especially since he can run. This kid Callaway that they really are high on, he showed that he was a good player at three catches for 61 yards in the game. He kind of popped off. I think they'll need him because Taquan Smith is still hurt. So, you know, one thing I know about the Saints, they will move the football because Peyton understands how to move the ball. When you lived with Drew Brees last year, everything you had to manufacture came from scheme. There was really nothing that you put out there that it was just going to take itself. So Sean's used to developing game plans built around, hey, we have to have the perfect play all the time. I think that'll be Taysom Hill just watching week one's game. Originally, I thought it would be – originally, I thought it would be – Jameis Winston, only because I thought you could keep the players in their role. But I, I think Taysom Hill will give them the best chance. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. And, and you and I both love Kamara. When you put together your wide receiver list, you can't throw Kamara in the mix and a couple other running, but he should be able to be in a wide receiver conversation, right? He had 80-plus catches every single year. He helps an offense. He helps a quarterback. No doubt. No, I mean, and that's where that's why you pay Kamara because he's a weapon. That's why you pay Aaron Jones because he can be a, he could catch 80 balls too for you. That's why you pay Christian McCaffrey because he's a slot receiver. When you can dual purpose these guys, I mean, we tag them as running backs, but in a sense, they're not. You know, you can line Kamara up outside this, outside any receiver and run a slant, run a go, run a comeback. I mean, he can run any route you want out there. So you're getting versatility out of the, a single formation. That's really important. You don't mind paying for that. That's why I wish Zeke would take his game too. That's why I wish Zeke would have a little bit more of that in his game. Did you happen to go through the Wilson and Jet tape yet? Yeah, I did. Okay. I mean, I, I was Let's a, go there then. I sure did. What, yeah, what I, I mean, I watch. I, I, of course, I'm going to watch the the Jet Giant tape. I mean, who wouldn't want to? I mean, I'm got meticulous notes learning how to move the football from Coach Garrett. Coach I wanted Garrett. to watch that tape. Yes. Yeah, Coach Garrett. What? The Giants are bad in the offensive line. You know, the, yeah. their offensive line struggled in the game. There's no denying that. The Jets' defensive front gave them a little bit of problem. The Jets weren't playing all their guys either. But the Giants had a hard time really getting anything going offensively. And, and Mike Lennon was typical what Mike Lennon is. It's interesting how he keeps getting backup jobs, but he plays so slow. You know, he plays so slow. Remember, Mike Lennon is the guy. 
that Tom O'Brien chose over Russell Wilson at North Carolina State. I know. I know. Hey, oh, by the way, Ryan Pace also gave that same Glennon a huge contract. Yeah, but Ryan Pace, you can, he can make a thousand mistakes. It's okay. He's going to have you a know, gig, man. That's a great, he's got good job fine. security. It's really good. Did you see anything in particular from Wilson? And if so, what? I thought Wilson was good. I thought he was, you know, he, he, I thought he had poise. I thought he read it out pretty well. A lot of it was play action. I thought he threw the ball extremely well, displayed his skills, which, which were really good. And he had some burps. I mean, he had some missteps. That it was a perfect first game for him. He looked good. I loved his arm. I loved this. I loved the, the talent of the player. Now he's just got to keep continuing to get better, and we'll see where they are. I mean, look, the Jets are really good in the left side of the line. I mean, if you when they want to make a run, they're going to run the ball left. There's no doubt. Behind Becton, you know, and Tucker, the, the kid they drafted in the second round, they're going to run the football to the left. And I think the Jets' skill players are improving. Denzel Mims kind of stepped up his game a little bit. He was on the on the conversation that they might trade him. You know, he might end up yeah. getting out of there because he hasn't really been able to develop. But I think he did. He looked like he was better. They played Crowder in the game. Corey Davis was out there with them. They played their guys so that they could get some. And I think Morgan Moses will help him at right tackle too. Hey. Live arm. He, I think he converted a couple of third downs, which you always like to see he did. from a rookie. Um, it ball, it ball pops out of his hand. No doubt. I mean, that's – and look, nobody's perfect. There was nobody who looked the best on – I don't think – and this includes trailer. It's all going to be a growing process. To me, it's really about where is the team. You know, the Jets know they're not going to the playoffs this year. So they're willing to invest in Zach Wilson, much like Dallas invested in Troy Aikman, much like, you know, Indianapolis invested in Peyton Manning. They're willing to go through the growing pains to get there. Understandable. Same thing with Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. You know, we're, it's going to take us 16 to 18 games to really figure out what they have. That's why I just don't see why the 49ers would want to start Trey Lance, especially considering he holds the ball. It's going to take a little bit of time. Will he be ready in October or November? Perhaps. But it's going to take some time. I think, I think Garoppolo gives them a chance to continue winning because that's where they are. They, they, have, they want to win these games. They want to go to the playoff. They're a playoff-ready team. Okay, so the quarterback, the first rounder that popped the most as far as stats and visually would be Justin Fields. He said, quote, it was actually kind of slow to me. You talk about the speed of the game. Um, where are you? And again, I, I think you think Dalton's going to start. Should he be starting? Or is it Fields? Uh, well, I, I think it's Fields because I think I think the Bears are no different than the Jets. Right? The book doesn't think they're – I mean, they're not a playoff. When you're signing Jason Peters to help your offensive line, you, you've got some real issues. You're desperate. You're desperate. And I love Jason Peters. He's been a great player in the NFL. However, in the last couple seasons, he's had that injury bug. And he's not really ever been in shape the last two years. I mean, how many count how many times he's on the ground in a game? Hmm. So, I mean, I think that's a real act of desperation on the Bears part. You're better off to me, if I were Ryan Pace, I would be like, Matt, look, we need to develop an offense around this kid. The sooner we get to this, the sooner we figure out what he can and can't do, the better our franchise will be. So you'd start him week one? I, I wouldn't even hesitate. Because I, 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 I think I think there's a lot of concerns about this Bears team, defensively, offensively. Fields right now, DraftKings to start Week One, plus one ninety. Yes, 
No, minus 250 to give you an idea. When we come back, we'll continue with the rookies, the winners and losers from week one of the preseason. Then Hollywood, Josh Applebaum is going to join us right here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. You know, Steph was just talking about this during the break, and I think it's important, Michael Lombardi. Trace McSorley's done for the rest of the uh, preseason. Yeah. I bring that up because traditionally, correct me if I'm wrong, Baltimore is a team that keeps two quarterbacks, not three. Yep. And Lamar, we know what he's been going through. He's been he's been conferring with Doctor Cousins up in Minnesota, so there's some some issues there. Um, he missed time last year, and there was a battle with McSorley this in in Tyler Huntley, the guy who I loved at Utah. But this is this is big because they generally keep two quarterbacks. I mean, McSorley got really. I, I couldn't hear you there at the end, Patrick. Okay. McSorley got McSorley got crushed often in that game. That offensive line wasn't blocking very well, and it was a real problem. He took a tremendous beating in that game, and I'm not surprised he's going to miss some time. Whoever they put in there is going to get beat. 
They're going to they're gonna take a beating. I, there's no chance they're putting Lamar Jackson out there in a preseason game behind an offensive line that's kind of makeshift right now. Ronnie Stanley's not out there. Villanueva, Zittler, Zeitler's not out there, too. So I think Bozeman, their starting center, I think he even got hurt in the game. So this is going to be a problem. They're going to have to go somewhere and assign a veteran quarterback right now. You know, you can't go into a preseason game with one quarterback. So they're going to have to bring somebody in who's familiar with their offense. It would have been perfect for Josh Jackson to come back, but he's on he's on somebody else's team right now. He fits, you know, he's played for Roman before, but they're going to have to do that. There's no chance. I mean, that's my issue with McSorley. Great story, good player at Penn State. Not big enough to hold up. Yeah. You know, you got to, you know, it's going to be hard. It's a challenge. One of, and also, I think most have discussed it. One of the quirkier storylines coming out of that game, John Harbaugh and the Ravens have won 18 straight preseason games. And ATS, he's yeah. insane. Like, that is a quirky, I'll use the word quirky because who cares? It's the preseason, but that's pretty wild. It is. Now, they go down to Carolina this week, and they're going to practice Wednesday, Thursday uh, in Wolford College against the Panthers. So, Lamar will get his work. So, it's not a question of Lamar not getting his work. It's going to be, what about these other guys? Tyler Huntley will be the starting quarterback in the game. They're going to have to bring somebody in. But, you know, right now, they've got a lot of guys kind of beat up on their team, especially in offense, and they have no rhythm. I mean, it's going to take some time to get them going offensively, especially Bateman's out, you know, and – We'll see. I think for me, they better find somebody to come in there because McSorley, even if he's healthy, I think he's always going to have a problem staying healthy if he has to play a lot. I'm going to give you some rookie of the year odds coming up in just a second, but I do have, this is, uh, this has kind of got me sad. So here comes Berman again. Hot take. He doesn't like the flame at Allegiant Stadium. He says it's fake. I hand to God. I thought it was real. You know, the flame, the, I think it's the Al uh, Davis yeah. flame or whatever they're doing yeah. there. Well, I thought it was a real flame. That that really. I thought it was too. It's, well, that's Berman for you. He's just completely crushing my Monday. He said, light a All real right. flame every game. It's a gas line. Just get it done. <laughs> Berman, Berman we got a gas line on the barbecue. I guess, yeah, I guess you can get that done. Yeah, no, he, well, Berman, do, get a hold of Mark Davis. He's at the P.F. Chang's up the P.F. Chang's up the road. Trust me. Um, I'm going to throw. Rookie of the year, and you stop me when you hear one that intrigues you. Lawrence is plus three twenty-five. Justin Fields yeah, is seven I, to one. That that intrigues me. Lawrence and Fields both intrigue me. Okay, I think I'll, both of them are going to play. Let me keep I going. Mean, I think this is about who's going to play. I want to keep. I want to see because now we're getting interesting here. Seven and a half to one. Trey Lance. I don't, I know you don't like that. Kyle Pitts is nine to one. Zach Wilson ten to one. Mac Jones fourteen to one. Anything? I like Zach Wilson at ten to one because if they win six games, you know right. he could be the rookie of the year. I mean, look, if he is he if he has anything close to Justin Herbert type season, if he can, I don't know if he can or not. I like Waddle. I thought Waddle was really explosive in the game for Miami. I thought he, you know, returning the ball. Will he play a lot? I don't know. You know, I'm sure he will play a lot. Will he make an impact on their team? It's typically a quarterback award. I think this, if if the Falcons are good offensively and Pitts has a great year, he would be worth a nine to one shot. Good one. And you're right about it's it's great point about Wilson. They don't have to do a lot to exceed expectations. So that 10 right. to one, you know, that's five, six wins. And he has a pretty good year. He could be the rookie of the year. The record's not going to matter. No, I think that's true, and I think that you have to weigh that in. Like uh, the same thing with Lawrence. If they up, up, if Lawrence has a good season and they win six, seven games, you know, which I don't know if they can, he's going to be the MVP. 
Well, what is it? I mean, he's going to be the rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm look, sorry. Yeah, I was going to. Steph just lost her mind. MVP. That's even, that's better odds than uh, Tua. So what is it? Is it like how is how do you make a fake claim? Where did he come up with that question? Like, did, what did he think my uh, answer lost, was going to be on that mind. question? Will, Will Hill, he's all out of sorts since he had a power outage yesterday. You know, he's texting me about what he's having for brunch. I can't can't keep up. <laughs> I, what is a flake a fake flame? By the way, is it like party streamers that they have air yeah, blowing it's not it? Hot? I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was like a, I don't know. Thanks for I, nothing, Berman. You. Coming up next, <laughs> Apple Bomb. So I told you about the college football betting guide here at VEASAN. Well, the NFL betting guide is coming soon, within days. You can get both of them for a discount. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The, the guides are insane. They're awesome. Uh, best bets on winning t- uh, on, on sides, totals, division finishes, player awards, literally everything. It's comprehensive. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's VEASAN.com slash. Again, the guide's going to be 20 bucks, but if you do both this and the college guide, you get a discount as we welcome you back. Flamegate continues. We do have an answer from Berman. The Raiders flame is an LED light. So I feel very let down, Michael. It's an LED light. I I, I have those at home. I want want something special. Yeah, I thought it would be. Maybe it was safety precautions. Maybe you can't burn a flame indoors, you know? You know, it could have probably been zoning and, and uh, you know, something that you, you shouldn't do if it's not a fireplace, you know. Just I'm throwing it out there. I don't okay, know. I'm no, not hey, really, listen. I'm not, a, I'm not a contractor or an electrical <laughs> engineer. No, you seem, well, you, you you were a nuclear physicist a little earlier. I wasn't but, that either. I mean, I'm, I'm also not a tight end in the NFL like Tim Tebow. Oh, neither is neither, he. Neither, neither. Yeah, I forgot I about it. Yeah. Touche. Uh, by the way, in Henderson, where I live, shout to the east side, yeah. the, the Raiders training facility is over there. Over there, it's a beautiful facility. And they also have a flame out in front of it. I drove by the other day. Now I'm bummed because I was like, damn, that flame is burning. It's not. It's LED. So it's, yeah. it's an issue. And, and and they stayed this year. It's interesting. They stayed this year in Vegas. They didn't choose to go to New Orleans. Usually they go to Napa Valley for practice. No, this is a gorgeous. There. This is a gorgeous facility that they set and, up. And you know they're trying to work around the desert heat and you know practice early in the morning and try to get through that. And you'll see you know see how it goes for the team. I mean, it's probably better off that they do that. I I think sometimes going away to camp becomes a little bit uh, problematic, especially in the light of all the computer and all the technology. They have it up at the Marriott, but. Obviously, in the last two seasons, they haven't gone. Market Insights is the podcast. Josh Applebaum is the host. He's also a partner here on the Lombardi line. VEASAN.com slash podcast to check it out every day, Monday through Friday, noon on the East. We call him Hollywood because he doesn't care about us anymore. And we start on a Monday and say, hi, Josh, how are you? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Don't worry. You guys are my favorites. I'll always love you to the end of time. So just just so you know, but Michael, I want to let you guys uh, and Patrick let you know on the East Coast, we got some movement in New York, which is going to be uh, one of the biggest or probably the biggest legalized sports betting state here. The Gaming Commission just unanimously approved uh, the new online betting rules, uh, and they're starting to award these licenses. And guess what, Michael? I I knew you guys would enjoy this. Uh, Jay-Z and the 76ers owner, Michael Rubin, they're applying for a gaming license, and they want to call, they want to create a 
Sportsbook and call it the Fanatic Sportsbook. Guys, I think this is a huge missed opportunity. They should have gone with Big Pimpin uh, Sportsbook. I think that was an obvious one. It's <laughs> just very, very obvious. Um, Josh, well done. Uh, your favorite Jay-Z song, Michael Lombardi? Oh, man, I have to give that some thought there. Take I have your to time. give that some shit. Take your time. Uh, you know. Empire Thank State you. of Mind was a good song. I love Alicia that one. Keys. That was probably the one I was going to go with. I know classic. you wrote that. Yeah, I thought that was be a little bit too obvious. I wanted to try to challenge my depth of that. So, you know, okay. yeah. Do what you got to do. That was a little too obvious. Good, good start on a Monday when Josh Applebaum <laughs> says, big pimpin'. Uh, <laughs> any updates to get us started here, Josh? I know Trey Lance is jumping up as far as rookie of the year. Yeah, I just wanted to get Michael's take on this because, you know, we got some updated numbers here from our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM. And really, Michael, Trey Lance is the guy when we're looking at uh, the NFL Rookie of the Year award who's really taken a, a big leap here. So uh, we did see Trevor Lawrence who opened up as the favorite plus 225. He's moved up to plus 325, fallen off a bit here. He admitted he was really nervous for his first game. You know, so-so results. Justin Fields, who actually looked really good, I thought, Michael. He was plus 350. He's now to plus 700, so he's dipped a bit here. The big winner it has been Trey Lance in the betting market. He's now the third best odds. He just leaped Kyle Pitts here and, Zach, and, uh, and Wilson as well. Trey Lance went from plus 600 down to plus 750, Michael. In his debut, 5 of 14, 128 yards, had one touchdown, uh, no interceptions here. But he's the biggest liability for BetMGM to win Rookie of the Year. He's got 14% of the tickets, but 20% of the handle, the actual money here. So he's got the most tickets and the most money. Michael, he's st uh, still unexpected or not expected to start week one. Jimmy G is a minus 350 favorite, 78% implied probability. If you think Trey Lance is going to start, he's plus 250 right now. Michael, I just wanted to get your take. What did you see out of Trey Lance in his debut here? And does this make sense to you why a lot of big money is grabbing him to win Rookie of the Year right now? You know, I think there's a. I think it's a lot of it is coming from the popularity. I mean, you read any of the 49er beat writers. I think this is where it's being generated. But if you listen to what Kyle Shanahan said, he and I'll read it to you. I don't know if he's going to get more first team reps. I haven't really defined that for myself either. You know, just when I think it feels right, when I when he seems ready, when I think our team seems ready, I'll continue to mix him in there. But I don't plan on just doing that completely. But Trey showed in the game uh, what I what I thought. I wish I could have left him in there longer. You know, and he talked about you know one of the times they were in an empty formation. He should have got rid of the ball because he didn't. Ha he was supposed to throw the ball hot. Those are mistakes you can't make in the regular season. Look, here's the reality. We talk about this, but we don't ever really allow it to sink in. The preseason, no one's playing football the way the week one's going to be. It's a different game. This is more of a college slow game. Once you get into the regular season and all of a sudden the blitzes start coming from different places and the protection attacks are coming from different places and uh, the, the changing in the substitutions and how they handle different things, the game goes from about 50 miles an hour in preseason to 120 fast. And if you're struggling a little bit now, it's only going to get worse. And I think what Kyle's saying is, look, when it feels right, when it's when he's ready to go in there, I think the guy's got great ability. I do, too. He's got a great arm, all those things. But I think this is really a mistake. Like, there's been nothing. He got sacked four times in the game. Some of it was because the protection broke down. Some of it was his own fault. Now he's got to take another step forward. You know, there was a time when Peyton Manning, in his first year, I mean, people said, hey, look, Ryan Leaf looks better than Manning in week one. Okay, good. How'd that work out? 
you know, let's just temper this down a little bit. I mean, I think it's really, this has become a craze because of how much they've invested in Trey Lance to feel like they need to get him in there in, in the quickest way. But Kyle's smart enough to know he'll lose his team. He'll lose his team and he'll lose football games if he doesn't pick the right spot to play him. The difference is Lance got sacked four times. Lawrence got sacked a few times. Those two probably didn't get sacked that much in their whole entire college career, which just goes to show you it's just up a 10 levels. I mean, how long has it been since he's played a game? I mean, that was his first live experience and since he played at North Dakota State. I mean, it's so it's going to be a little slow for him. We can't rush this. This is going to take time. You don't rush 10,000 hours. You know, you've got to be able to develop your skill set and play faster. And that game that he was playing on on Saturday afternoon was not a fast game. It's only going to get faster. Josh, when we come back, I want you to tell me the odds there in New England for your boy Mac and Cheese and Cam. And then from a New England fan perspective, I want you to tell us who the fan wants starting week one. We'll come back with that and we'll get Mr. Baseball. I know he's got his glove. Berman's probably playing with it right now. We'll get some baseball plays as we continue here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. If Steph hit that 10-teamer, it would have been a Money Monday. It didn't. Just 9-1 and one to the under. Anyway, Money Monday over at BetMGM. She's still bitter. $10 free bet automatically added to your account as soon as you hit Monday. So it's a great way to start the week as long as you bet $50 in wagers throughout the week. So that will happen. You will wake up with 10 bucks. That's a great deal. Simply take advantage of the offer. You get everything over at the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. BetMGM for terms and conditions must be 21 years or older. Again, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Michael Lombardi, Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael, excuse me, Josh Applebaum, of course, Market Insights podcast, VEASAN.com slash podcast. So I asked you for the odds, week one starter in New England. We'll start there. And then from a New England span perspective, what do you want? Go for it, Josh. Yeah, so Patrick, I would say Michael, you know, taking off my sports betting hat, my, putting back my fandom hat on here, I think the whole region here wants Mac Jones. I know it might be a little <laughs> premature, but, you know, you heard when Mac Jones walked into the stadium, Michael, in that week one or a preseason game, the whole stadium goes nuts. They're chanting his name. There are times there when they kept him in and actually wanted to uh, send him back out there late in the game. We want Mac. We want Mac. So I think, you know, with Cam Newton, he's been the consummate teammate here, but I think we know what we're getting with Cam Newton, especially after last year. And just the style of offense, Michael, when Cam's in there, it's very deliberate it's very slow when when Mac Jones is in there he's not Tom Brady but it looks more like the Patriots Tom Brady offense where he's getting out quick he has five wides he's making quick decisions I think that's really the promise of of Mac Jones uh, is what the New England fan base is really looking for right now you know that being said we haven't seen any odds shift here guys we still have Cam Newton a minus 350 favorite to start week one Mac Jones is plus 250 Michael one thing I want to throw at you uh, your thoughts on joint practices the Patriots and the Eagles are joint practicing all week they're going to play on Thursday the Patriots open minus one and a half they're kind of they uh, shot up a little bit minus two here Michael but uh, what's what's your take do you still have Cam Newton starting week one and how do you think joint practices affect betting lines here with the line moving to the uh, the Patriots here early well I don't know how it affects it I mean I think you know ultimately it's good work for the team it limits your injuries you're 11 on 11 so you don't have 22 guys uh, that could possibly get injured and I think that you know Cam's practice well yesterday. We'll see how we practice today. I'm going to go up there tomorrow and watch for myself, so I'll give you a better idea uh, of what it looks like. But I think that Mac Jones showed that he can run. What I think New England fans saw was Mac Jones running the offense that they were familiar with. The no huddle, the hurry, the tempo, the play action, all those things. Whereas Cam's going to run his different offense, different style, playing a little slower than perhaps uh, that the, the Patriot fans are used to seeing. So, But look, I will say this. It's going to have to be 
He's going to have to be beaten out for the job. Coach Belichick's just not going to give the job to anybody. Mac's going to need these next two weeks with the with the with the Eagles and then the Giants' practice schedules to see what they do. And they have two weeks before the opener to make a decision. And week two preseason kicks off in Philly with New England. They're scrimmaging. Josh, the number I got New England opening a point and a half. Are they all the way up to two and a half here? Yeah, we have some movement here to the Patriots, Patrick. You know, again, you're, you're totally right, minus one and a half. And I would say today is the day where if you've been looking at your VEASAN uh, live odds page, VEASAN.com slash odds, the board is lighting up with these early moves. So a lot of these early moves to me, you know, it's kind of a waiting game. Either you hit them early, you're a pro better, and you're comparing your numbers and what you've seen in week one to what the odds makers are offering. If you're late, again, favorites early, dogs late is kind of the mantra I abide by. Probably want to wait out, see how the dust settles. But early move here to New England, minus one and a half up to minus two, Patrick. Uh, and the total's kind of stayed where it's at but it has ticked up a little bit it's like 37 up to 38 and a half the big thing i'm looking out for guys this week is will we see this under trend continue you know we did the show over the weekend unders nine and one saturday 14 and three so far in the preseason will we see more starting caliber players play i will admit you know you have a lot of these uh you know numbers here that just opened that immediately went up it wasn't an immediate down with a lot of these numbers not every single one but i would say 75 percent of these week two games guys the totals have gone up off the opener not down that's intriguing. Will we see more starting caliber players? Will we see more points in week two? Something to keep an eye out for. And there's actually a game, the, the game in Los Angeles you wanted to ask Michael about with Vegas, who we just talked about. They're going to be traveling to SoFi to take on the Rams. Opened five with the, Ra with the Raiders laying it. And we know how McVay approaches this. It's up to five and a half, Josh. Yeah, this thing is moving pretty quick. Michael, I wanted to get your thoughts because Vegas, we do know, started 1-0. and Again, what can you take from this stuff? Sometimes it's meaningless, but John Gruden does take preseason seriously. He's the second best ATS coach behind Jim uh, behind Harbaugh here. Uh, Gruden is 19-8 ATS, 71%. We did see the uh, Vegas Raiders beat Seattle 20-7. to Rams, I think the Rams told you the way they're going to play these preseason games, Michael. We hit that under. It really sailed through without a without a worry there. Uh, the Rams, they lost 13-6 to to the Chargers, but Immediate movement to Vegas here, Patrick. You know, some books even open like three. There were some low openers here. Immediately five, now five and a half. Again, Gruden, great ATS overall. Another system play would be a line move on a team that missed the playoffs versus a team that made the playoffs. Kind of that buy low, sell high situation. That's 55%. ATS, but Michael, I'm looking at this under. To me, this is an under where if you're going to bet a game early in the week, this thing may fall even further. Open 37, it's down to 35. Uh, a lot of trends here to the under, and unders that fall at least a point, 59% here over the last four, uh, you know, four or five years. So, Michael, what do you think? Move to the to the Vegas Raiders, and with McVay handling the preseason the way he is, do you think we have another low-scoring game here where the under could be worth a look? Well, look, the Raiders play Peterman the entire game, and, and we know Matthew Stafford's not going to play for the Rams, nor is Andre Whitworth or any of their guys. They're going to have 40 guys that won't play in this game. So where are the Rams going to get points? You would think the Raiders are going to start to play their guys a little bit more, too, as they kind of prepare. So, yeah, I think this has all – that's why the line's five and a half. I mean, that's a fairly significant line in this game that has trended up. I mean, Pittsburgh's a six-and-a-half favorite against the Detroit Lions this week, which is another example of what Detroit looked like, and Pittsburgh perhaps maybe going to play some of their guys. So, yeah, I like that under. I think the other team – that's why I like the under in the Indianapolis Colt game versus the Panthers, because I didn't think the Panthers would score very many points. I didn't think their offense would execute. They ended up surprising me, scoring 18 points. So that's what kicked it over. But when, when you only believe one team is going to score, and I think that's the case in the Vegas game versus the Rams, I mean, I think the Raiders are the only ones going to say, I think the Rams will be content with getting six points and going home.
By the way, your boy Dan Campbell. You remember I told yeah, you people boy. were big mad at you for because you yeah. criticized his two-minute handling. He said, well, I would have handled that differently if it was the regular season. Oh, <laughs> now he says that. Seriously, he did. He said that, really? Yeah, he did. I swear. <laughs> like, seriously. The, you yeah, don't, a, you a don't turn of... that off and on. That's not a faucet. You don't turn that off and on. I mean, get, get you know, last yesterday, you. yesterday, they, you know, uh, Frank Wright did it the right way. Why would you do it the wrong way? That's, well, like I said, it's the inverse. He's going, you remember the Seinfeld episode, do everything opposite. The Lions are going opposite. We're going to play horribly in our two minute because then maybe that will change our fortune. Uh, he did say he addressed the clock mismanagement criticism in the preseason opener, which I think was mostly Michael. He said, look, I know it's preseason. Um, and he said, ordinarily, we would have milked those timeouts out of our opponents. It was kind of one of those where it was my first inclination. And I was like, hey, man, David Blau is going pretty good here. We're moving the ball a little bit. Let's see if we can find a way to get in the end zone. Oh, my God. David Blau was going good. He's watching the same game I'm watching. Are you kidding me? That's all just fabrication. I mean, that's just he got heat out of it, and he just realized I better cover it up. I mean, I've seen cover-ups before. I've been reading too much on the JFK assassination. I've seen cover-ups now. Trust me. That's yep. bad. Our boy Dan Campbell is back at it. This will be a fun season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to give us so – he's got six years to give us so much material. With Nick Sirianni you know? and Dan Campbell in the mix, we can't fail, boys. Um, Josh and, you, and, and Michael. And you want to bet and you want to bet on that? I mean, you want to bet on that? Like, I mean, I think seven and a half is a lot of points in an opener against the 49ers, but seriously, you want to bet on that? I mean, I, I – <laughs> Let the expression sink in. Go ahead, Josh. Patrick, I was going to say that that's like rubbing salt in the wound for a guy like me who money lined Detroit. Like, oh, you would have you would have played and you know correctly and smartly if uh, if it was a regular season game. But let's just screw it up for you know betters who 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 saw that move. Maybe maybe it was my fault for for backing Campbell here and the combination with Anthony Lynn. Guys, I just throw one game real quick at you, Michael. The Jets at Green Bay. This is a Saturday game, 4:25 p.m. We've seen the Jets, same exact situation against the Giants. They just went from a one and a half point dog to a one and a half point favorite. Uh, and looks to me, Michael, with with Jordan Love and his shoulder they're gonna have like no quarterbacks there for green bay what do you think about the jets maybe with that line move taking it more seriously against green bay with no love or rogers there well that you know obviously it's going to be a tough situation for green bay to have to go in there and, and try to manufacture again let does it qualify under is the other team going to score points you know is the other team is with kirk kirk ba banker are they going to score points will they bring blake bortles back this week is Blake coming back? You know, I still have my Blake Bortles jersey that I got to give to Big Daddy Vince. You yeah. know, is he going to come back this week? You know, so will they bring him back? Because they're not going to play Rodgers, and you need another quarterback. I mean, there's two teams that desperately need quarterbacks to function in the game. So that that lends yourself as betters. Do we then say, okay, where are they going to get their points from? You know, and we know the quarterback generates the points. So if you don't have a quarterback with any experience, how are you going to be able to move the football? And I think that that would be a good play. I think the under in the Baltimore game, I think the under in the Green Bay game are really important because I don't think they're going to score any points because they don't have a quarterback to help them. Okay, boys, baseball on the way out. Mr. Baseball, uh -oh. if you'd like to, if you'd like to bet, I mean, here. you know, did you watch that run line yesterday? Pat, nobody says anything. You know, I, I give out I picks. Great job, Michael. Great job, Michael. You know, I mean, like, it's just like, you just accept it. Like, it's no big deal. You know? <laughs> we just like, expect you to win there. at this point. You're so sharp. Yeah, yeah we expect it.
Yeah, I mean, where's my glove? I mean, I've been catching right, there you over go. here. Like, where's my glove? Yeah, I got it right here. I'm ready to go. It's Johnny Bench. All like, I've been working at it. I've been working at it. Yeah, I'm Johnny Bench. I've been working uh, at it. I like the Reds today. Just, okay, I like gotcha. the Reds on the run line. <laughs> I like the Reds on the run line against the against the Cubbies. I'd like to go against the Cubbies. They're one and twelve in the month of August. Yeah. I'm going to go against the Cubbies since the Cubbies you know, sold and, off and the Nats. Since and, they both sold, they're not winning anything. Why not? I'll take the run line here and go with it. I think it's a good play. What do you think, Josh Applebaum? Do you like that play? I'm, I'm telling you, Michael, you're so hot. Hey, I, I think it's a worthwhile play. I'm with you. Also, guys, Atlanta Braves, minus 135 up to minus 160. Braves, believe it or not, first place now. Big move in their favor. And also, Michael, San Fran. I like fading these Sunday night baseball teams that have to travel the next day. Seen big move to Gosman and the Giants, minus 170 up to minus 200. Great job, boys. And by the way, I wrote it down in my notes. We have to talk about whoever the hell Big Daddy Vince is on Thursday. <laughs> BDV, you can't just drop that on I won't me. be here Thursday. I All won't right. be here Thursday. I'll be back Friday. Update. I'll be back Friday to help you. Have a great day. The nuts is next. (laughs) Thanks, guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.